Hey, welcome to the Strange in the City podcast. My friend, the Degenator, is here. I think it's really funny before you say anything that I gave you a nickname, and I am better friends with Tyler, and I've known him longer than you, and I have not given him a nickname. I, you know, my name is pretty easy to create nicknames off of, so yeah, could the, just be that. The Degenator. Yeah. I put on my phone Degenator Wolf. It's uh, like it's like, like you it. should <laughs> you like should be it. like this famous guy. That's what you should. That should be your pseudo name. All right. Let's My also stage mention, name. Let's also mention that Tyler's here. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Tyler's here. We're going to talk about some relationship stuff. We had actually tried to record this before and then got all of our equipment. So you nicely, you and Jenica came back to re-record some stuff. But I was thinking the other day about, um, like, I think it was really hot outside and I had the bathroom window open. Oh. <laughs> I know where this is going. I remember when you, you did the other, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. What happened? What I you, did. You uh-huh. had to tell people. <laughs> I think it's more what I didn't do. <laughs> Wait. That, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out that apparently windows in older homes are not strategically located <laughs> in the bathroom. Like right in front of the toilet? Yeah. Right in front of the toilet, the bathroom window is located about waist high <laughs> and points directly into the neighbor's uh, driveway and where they would enter and exit the house. <laughs> yeah. And so not really thinking about it, I used the facilities and thankfully I don't think there were any casualties, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's still TBD. Yeah. But what's really Unknown. funny is they have a, I think she's like an eight-year-old girl and three-year-old little boy that live over there and run around in the, that the driveway and something. That would have been quite the surprise there. Quite, quite the introduction, yes. Hi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, oh, hi. Well. At least they didn't come up to the window and start talking to you. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, at least that. Oh, my God. Well, Degenator, can't decide. Degenator's better. But you and I actually be- met each other quite a while ago. Yeah, it was... A couple uh, months ago? Yeah, it was uh, several months ago now. I remember uh, Tyler invited me out. I had heard about you from Tyler before. Oh, really? That's yep. good. Uh-huh. We all went together to Ground Control, which is the video game, arcade, old school, beer drinking, hipster mecca of Portland. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I just remember Caitlin and her husband came, too, and that was kind of a funny experience, yep. too. Okay, here's the thing about the Tyler and I discovered about video games while we were there. I got him to come over, and we played, I think it was House of the Dead 2. Oh, you stayed there for like an hour playing Sounds that familiar. game. Yeah, yeah. I think and, Tyler used all my quarters and, on the game, actually. Right, and like the game is just like, I don't, it's a quarter to play, right? So you're like, oh, this is a great deal. Well, the problem is, is they get you hooked, right? And so you've been playing it for like 45 minutes and you get to the final boss and there is no way that you can not die 50 times while beating the boss. And that's where they cash in because you're like, hell no, I ain't going to quit. Keep going. And so you just keep putting those quarters in until boss man (laughs) is dead. I think we spent we spent like five dollars yeah. on the last boss. Oh, I just but remember, it was worth it. Um, you just guys, you guys cheated at Pac Man. This is false. Yeah, you guys cheated. Incorrect. Pac- I feel a little ganged up on right now, but I have to say, you guys did cheat at Pac Man, and I was really close to winning. I feel like our microphones are like colored the same as the different. The yeah, like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just like the color. It just makes me. 
happy. Yeah. So yeah, we did. We played a played some games at Ground Control. Mm-hmm. Had some had tacos some good, afterwards. Yeah. What right? was what was? Uh, oh yeah. yeah Taco was, truck. Ooh. Oh, and then we went tacos. to that like that bar. Was it Bar Fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we owned the dance floor, but no one. No, no one. Literally no one. <laughs> But what was but weird, the DJ was, was there a Friday night? Or was what, it a Saturday it was, night? It was either Friday or Saturday. It was yeah. like it was a prime dead. night. But the yeah, you're, the DJ would play two good songs back to back, and everyone would get pumped up, and like there'd be like 10 people out there, and then all of a sudden he'd switch to, like I don't know, Ricky Martin from <laughs> the 90s, <laughs> and everyone would run. It's true. It's so <laughs> true. Uh-huh. I remember it. That's yeah. true. Yeah, we did that. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um. So DJ, we yes. have Tyler in common. Correct. That Tyler he, is our median, right? Yes. I feel very nervous right now. <laughs> Don't do it. You're very vulnerable. I am. Yeah. You're out for the world to see. Yep. Listen anyway, to. listen to. Um, so what is a, a really strange story that you have about Tyler? Because I'm sure that I have plenty of strange stories. <laughs> I won't say any though. I can I go? To, can I go crawl into bed real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I need a nap. I need to recharge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here we go. Okay, bring it. I have I have a lot of great stories about Tyler, but the one that I'm going to talk about tonight is a struggle of the introvert versus extrovert mm. played out in a bar. In a bar? <laughs> yes. And Tyler, wait, is this your 21st birthday? No. N- okay. No, that was just a happy experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I've heard the story. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, although I did try to, on Tyler's 21st birthday, we went to our friend Caitlin's house and I tried to sleep in a Rubbermaid container. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Tyler told me the story. Uh-huh. But and they then Caitlin her. said, no, bad DJ. And so <laughs> he, she made me, Tyler and I slept in the bed. And Together? Ty, well, Tyler was like, I need water. Wait, wait, and wait, so, wait. Did you guys cuddle? We didn't, nope, no. there was no time for spooning, only <laughs> passing out. Uh-huh. And so Tyler is going to sleep. He's like, I need water. So Caitlin goes and gets him a glass of water. And, and Can we just clear? This isn't Caitlin from this show. No. This is- so Tyler's laying there, and he props the glass, like, on his sternum straight up. He's laying on his back. <laughs> and, of course, like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I don't, you know, I'm drunk, so this is a good location. Falls asleep and, of course, just straight up a whole pint glass of water in the bed with us. That is kind of weird. But we didn't realize it until the next morning <laughs> yeah. when we were soaking so wet. Yeah. Oh, you, it didn't stay up all night? No. No. So the most recent oh. funny one yes. like that you were here was um, at, the la- <laughs> at the last recording that we did, um, Caitlin from the show brought over some Mardi Gras beads to celebrate our start and tyler somehow had got them stuck around his torso i don't correct. know how you got them yep. around your body like even over your shoulders or over your yep. hips I'm i don't understand part-time contortionist yeah well <laughs> that's what it would stuck. appear <laughs> I know. it didn't even look like it was possible to get it around your stomach I know. and that's like the skinniest part it was my hips <laughs> your hips and don't lie hips are a little smaller hips. in your stomach so you're able to get them did you how tell do you just explain how you got mardi gras beads around your I will, torso i will it seemed like it might be wide enough for me to do like a little magic trick and <laughs> contort my way through the necklace. Yeah. Um, and so I did really well. Got it over my shoulders, 
um, down and like past my chest, got it to my belly, and literally it could not go past my hips. So well, I think right now we have come to our next subject, which is actually boys versus girls, which I don't think a girl would see Mardi Gras beads and think, I wonder if I could get that around my body. <laughs> <laughs> like a boy definitely is like, I wonder if I could get that around my body. And then as a boy, right? This is what a girl thinks. As a boy... I'm going to say boy, guy. As a guy. Man. I'm going to say guy. (laughs) As a man, okay. You guys think, I wonder if I can do that, right? Am I right in that? Uh, Like a girl thinks about it and she says, I wonder if I could get that around my body. And then we're like, eh, nah. I don't know, Tyler, maybe you could tell me if I'm wrong. But I feel like guys see something that looks like they could stick some extremity in. and (laughs) (laughs) And they automatically think of it as a challenge. You know, I'm not gonna agree with that fully. <laughs> All right, so like for example, when I was younger, so I had kind of a strange childhood. So there was my dad. I don't know why, but for some reason we were like at a swap meet or something, and he decided that it'd be cool if I bought like a used tank shell, like from a war tank, like the bullet shell from it. Well, it's like the perfect size for your arm to go in, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was like, I remember sticking my arm in it and getting my elbow stuck in the tank shell. Oh, my gosh. And then we just had to use soap and stuff to get it out, and it worked. But, I mean, it's just like I see hole, and I need to put in. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) dirty. (laughs) In the most innocent way possible. Yeah, of course. So you were telling us a story about Tyler. Let's go back to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the struggle, introvert, extrovert. All right. So Tyler, being a great friend, and we were also roommates uh, senior year of college, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to help encourage Tyler to meet young ladies. Right. He needs that help. Oh, my gosh. And Tyler being an introvert, that's not always... Easy for him, I guess. Not that it's easy for me, but at least I could lead the charge, right? So, oh my gosh. Tyler's face right now, he's like, oh, yeah. this is not accurate so far. Yeah. So, anyways, I decide there's this bar that's literally a block away, like it's across the street. It's called Voodoo Martini, okay? Mm-hmm. It was like obviously our go to because it's right there. It's pretty, it started out being like, trashy classy but now it just turned into dive recently (laughs) but when it was trashy classy we would go there and uh so this one night we were there and we were having some drinks and we kind of dragged tyler there uh he didn't it was me tyler and then another buddy and then another buddy was me and slater but you know, we had a few drinks, and Tyler's like, okay, are we done yet? Kind of attitude. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> introvert status, Max. Um, so after we have a few drinks, we, like, I noticed that there's these two women, and they're probably, um, you know, at the time we were, like, 21 or 22, and these women are easily probably, like, 35, I would say minimum, like, right around there. 30s? Tyler goes yeah. for a woman in the 30s? Oh, hold on. Okay. Let me continue. All right. I'll let so you. I noticed. No. So these women are clearly fairly to- intoxicated because so we're sitting at a table and the 
the actual bar is right next to us, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these women, they keep, like, I, we look over, and they just, like, they're facing a course behind the bar, but then they randomly kind of, like, turn around. Like, they, like, on their stool, they, like, turn around and face us. I don't know. Like, this, look, this like, vixen look. Yeah. Like, like it's like, I'm going to get you. Turn all the way around and, like, make, I, it was with you, though, not me. I was not looking at them. Like, make <laughs> eye contact with you, like, what up, big boy? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's exactly the look it was. Mm-hmm. So they turn around, do that, then just like casually turn back around for a couple minutes. And like this process repeated over and over, like every five minutes or so. They're playing the mind so game. So finally, my buddy Cliff and I, we were like, we're like, Tyler, go talk to those girls. And Tyler's like, now. And so. We decided. Sounds right. So yep. wait, that sounds exactly like. And Tyler, so, actually. in order to encourage Tyler to meet new women, we decided that we had to take the first step for him. So we went over there. I went over there and started talking to him. And I said, "See my buddy over there. His name's Tyler. He thinks you guys are cute." Oh. And so they look over at Tyler, and Tyler's. Ign- but see, this kind of like that. Uh, what's funny is that. They look over at him, and then Tyler's, like, trying to ignore him. And so in their mind, they're probably like, oh, it's so cute how shy he is. Okay, but at this point, I'm so mad that you went over there because I said, do not go over there, DJ. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, okay, anyway, of course you don't. So it was kind of loud. It was kind of loud in there. I I'm probably didn't hear I'm seething in my chair right now. Mm-hmm. And so then the women, they come over to join us at the table, right? So then they're asking, you know, we're all talking, but then they're specifically probing Tyler for questions like, hey, so, you know, what's your name? What, you know, what do you do? You, you know, like, tell us about yourself. And Tyler just has, he is just not going to have any of it. Literally, like, ignoring him or giving, like, one-word answers. And so finally, they just, like, over and over, they're being so nice trying to <laughs> trying to ask him oh questions. Just nice gosh. ladies. Ty- <laughs> finally, they just go... You suck. <laughs> Literally, I'm sitting there wanting to go home for a long time. Then my friend deserts me and goes and talks to these weird women. And no, then bro, they come I wingman for you. Then they come over and tell me I suck. <laughs> you suck, Tyler. Dude, like, I'm I your biggest wingman. I you're... just let you. I gave you the door of opportunity. Betrayal. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, well. Obviously, and so then they were so drunk that after that comment, I think that shortly after they were just like, oh, yeah, son. Oh, yeah, we're just hanging out with the guys. Like, look at these guys. So then they tell us literally, like, all right, guys, we're going to head out. It was nice talking to you. They go over to the bar. Then they keep talking to us. Then they tell us that they're going to leave again. And then they just sit there and talk to us. Then they ask us if we want to go to Naps Thriftway and slam some beers in the beer cooler with them. <laughs> so, like, the plan was literally to go to the grocery store, go back to the beer cooler, slam a couple beers, like, not pay for them. Like, and steal then, them. Well, steal some beers. I, yes, technically, I guess. But we would walk out empty handed because it would be in our stomach. <laughs> But so that is te- that's not technically stealing. I guess it is. Okay. Yep. Uh, and wait, we're gonna have an ethical lesson right now. Yes. When you go into a store uh-huh. and you consume something that is technically stealing. What if it's a sample? 
So like, much gray area. Yeah, so Bosco. much gray uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You could see, I hope that that illustrated the struggle of the introvert versus extrovert. In summary, he dragged me to a dive bar, and then I was accosted and yelled at and insulted by 35-year-old women. Okay, uh, first of all, let me just say, I feel like... I don't know if this is technically the struggle between an introvert and an extrovert as much as it is Tyler and DJ. I think that's more Wrong. accurate. Nope. This is the thing that everyone deals with that's an introvert. No and ex- way, man. Everyone. Everyone. So let's talk about, because you and I, DJ, you yes. and I are, ex- I'm an extreme extrovert. Have you taken the Myers-Briggs test by any random choice? Uh, Yes, I Where have. Where it talks about introvert, extrovert, and like what percentage yeah, 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 you are. Yeah. So actually, on that test, I am a hundred percent extrovert. Like there is no introvert in me. So Whoa. I'm extreme. Like if I don't have plans on an evening, I get panicked. Like uh-huh. do you get panicked when you don't have plans? I don't panic if I have tasks to do. So like I'm really big on working on my car, and so typically I'll find something like whether it's I'm a big like car detailing buff. So like <clears throat> I'll decide like okay tonight I'm gonna. Wa- or like wash my car, clay bar it, and wax it, which is like mm-hmm. an all-night activity. So mm-hmm. I can do that all on my own, and I don't panic. But like if it's the dead of winter, I can't do that. It's too cold to work on my car, and there's no one around. Like, yeah, I'm hurt. Well, even if there's tasks to do, like I was telling a friend, I was like, if I have laundry to fold, I'm still panicked because I would much rather have people to fold laundry with that, me that's than tr- be alone. That's true, though, because when Tyler, I'll invite Tyler over to help me, quote unquote, work on my car. But really, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Tyler work on, uh, do you actually work on cars? Hey. He actually, <laughs> every once in a while, he gets his hands greasy. Oh. He's okay. one little bit. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. But the truth is, is when I, usually I need his help. I usually need his help for at least one part that takes at least 10 seconds. Okay. Yeah. Like a light bulb. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> but the real reason for him to come over is so that we can talk while I'm under the car. So it's really just for you. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes even it'll be his car and I'll be like, oh, what what needs to be fixed on your car? And then I'll make him bring it over so I can work on it and talk to him. Did you change his headlight out? He needed his headlight changed out. I changed that myself. Oh. But then it melted. Oh. And then after you helped me, I changed it myself. Thank Wait, you. Wait, it broke again? Well, I think there's a oh, you mean you put the light in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, car talk. Okay, I have a funny story. Are you sure? Yes, okay. I just need to interject this. So working on Tyler's headlight, he needed... So <laughs> Sorry, wait, wait, wait. I you'll, like- get it, you'll get it in a second. So working on his headlight, part of his headlight melted. You know, he was like, what do I do? I was like, well, probably the best thing to do would be go to you pull it, and I'll just snip that part off of the car, and we can, you know, attach it to yours. So Tyler had to work the next several days, and I'm going through town anyway. I'll stop by the you pull it and grab it for you. Well, the night before, Jenica, my girlfriend, and I were hanging out. Like, sometimes we just randomly have these dance, like, dance. They're not really dance-offs. You and Jenica or you and Tyler? Me and Jenica. Okay. Yeah, so we're having this dance-off. Well, I don't know. It's not a dance-off, like I said, because no one's winning or losing. We're just, it's happening. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a competition. Yeah. And so, anyways, Jenica thinks it's hilarious when I twerk. 
okay? And so I was I was twerking, okay? And just business as usual, totally fine, you know? This is a good, probably a cumulative, like, three or four minutes of it. Nothing crazy. Three or four minutes? Well, cumulative. Twerk, 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 twerk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to sleep, and I wake up the next morning. This is the morning I'm going to the U Pullet. And it feels like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, at first, I had no idea. I was like, what happened to my lower back? Like, it hurts so bad. Like, I thought I was thought for sure, I was like, oh, my. Because I recently got a new bed, but I was like, well, like six months ago, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, not working for me. <laughs> and so then it dawns on me. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I injured myself twerking. <laughs> so, like, first of all, that sets in, right? My lower back has this crazy like painful feeling. So I go to the U pull it, which is this junkyard of like hundreds of cars. I'm walking through it to find Tyler's part. And literally this like crazy intense lower back pain comes over that I feel like prop myself up against the cars and just rest. <laughs> How old are you? I, I think I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a person I work with who she's in her fifties and she had to take a week off of work because she injured herself twerking. <laughs> so lesson here is think before you twerk. Oh, that's a good... I, I, TBT, I to... think before... Oh, T-B-Y-T, think before you twerk. Or just think before twerk. Yeah, yeah. think before TBT. twerking. TBT, yeah. Speaking of, like, you know, you're talking about... Twerking. Twerking. Yep. And that, again... A male, I think that you guys see it as a challenge and you want to conquer it. So you just do it, right? Yeah. This is not going to make any sense probably except to me and maybe Jenica who's sitting on the couch over there. But I read this book called Men Are Like Waffles, Women Are Like Spaghetti. Uh Uh-huh. Have you read that book? No. Oh. Have you? Are you talking about the twerking chapter? No. (laughs) (laughs) But it talks about how men are in their box and they want to complete the task in their box before they move on. So if they're in their car box, they want to make sure that their task with their car is complete before they move on to another dinner or putting together the barbecue or whatever. Right. You don't just leave it halfway there. You don't? Come back later. Yep. (laughs) You don't just leave it there and then come back later. Bugs us really bad. Especially the other thing that Jenica and I have conflict with is if in my mind, I'm like, this task is going to be completed today. And she's like, babe, let's go hiking or do something fun. I'm like, I was going to wax it. I was going to wax the car. (laughs) Okay. His leg. Yeah. Your back? Yeah. Or I'll be like, all of a sudden one day, like, I cut my own hair. You do? Yes, I have for like a, for six or eight months. Yeah. Does it see you didn't notice anything, did you? Well, now that you say that. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen you in like two weeks, so okay. I mean. <laughs> well, I cut it like a, a few days ago, so. Okay. Um, but like literally, one the way it works when you cut your own hair because you can essentially do it whatever, whenever, right? All of a sudden, one day you just wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you're like, "Today is the day." Like you don't plan it a week ahead of time. Like you're just like. I don't know. It's just like that one crazy hair, whatever. Like, like, all right. See, that's the type of thing. Like, if I decide that and Jenica's like, babe, let's go to dinner. I'm like, after we cut the hair. So I have something random that I just thought of. Do guys ever do anything to inflict pain on themselves? Because, like, I'll wax my own eyebrows. Like, I need to do it now, so don't look too close. But now you guys are like, oh, you do. (laughs) But I have to, you know, I do that because I don't want to pay for it. But I inflict pain on myself. Do you guys ever inflict pain on yourself in grooming? Grooming? Because that's a grooming topic, right? Um, Because let me me tell you this, CJ. 
I was driving down 26 a week ago, and I saw a guy with oh. his arm out the window, and it was flapping in the wind. His arm hair was so long oh, and so ginger that you could see it just, like, waving away. Our manscaping, that's what it's called. Oh, it's not called grooming. No, manscaping. Mm. Okay. We tr- <laughs> Get well, with the times. Generally, oh <laughs> you either shave or trim, which don't hurt. You don't wax? One spring break, do the big spring break thing and everything. And so I decided to wax my own chest and stomach. Because <laughs> oh I have a pretty hairy stomach and mm-hmm. chest. So I always used to tell in high school, every it was like a big thing, like, oh, look at my happy trail or whatever, you know? <laughs> like a post-puberty, like, <laughs> proudness. And so I always used to tell people I had a happy highway. <laughs> yeah. This is so full. Yeah, and wide, yeah. Oh. Happy but, forest. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, so first of all, like, guys have a tendency to be cheap anyways, right? But I'm like Did you use duct pincher. tape? Did you use duct tape? Not that bad. Okay. But I did go by... Okay, this is funny. Another story about... Wait, Caitlin wait. Blitz. Finish that story first. No, it's part of it. Okay. I was so embarrassed to, like, buy a waxing kit that I gave our friend Caitlin money. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. How do I not know this? And it was at Fred Meyer. You know, our college town was only, like, 30,000 people, so you ran into people all the time. I was like, I do not want to be seen That's buying a waxing hilarious. kit. So That's I funny. gave Caitlin, like, you know, whatever, 10 bucks, and she went and got it. I read the instructions. You do? Oh, that's another thing between guys and girls that Tyler encountered yesterday with me mm-hmm. is that I, he's like, did you read the instructions mm-hmm. about doing something with yeah. the podcast? I was like, no, I just bought it. And he's oh. like, like <laughs> I just buy things. I don't ever read instructions. I think it depends on what the instructions are for for guys, but we can talk about that later. Um, I bought it. I read the directions. I think you like microwaved it. I can't remember. Yeah, 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 and then you had the little like popsicle stick. Right. Well, I had the brilliant idea of my roommate was gone for the night. And so I like set everything out on the coffee table. Mm hmm. And I was wearing pants at the time. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? I'm going to do it on the coffee table. Wait, you're going to do what on the coffee table? Like wax my chest and stuff. Well, on the couch, but the stuff's on the coffee table, right? Okay. I learned very quickly that wax gets literally on everything. Oh, and it's so hot. So hot. <laughs> so needless to say, I waxed about two-thirds of the manscape. And I shaved the rest because the I did. Yeah, because it hurt. I have a crazy respect for women who wax. It hurts like crazy. And there was wax on every doorknob, every faucet <laughs> oh handle for, <laughs> for the indefinitely. How did you get wax on the doorknobs? Because I, so what happened was with the popsicle stick, it's, I picked some up and it started getting stringy. Well, I didn't want it to get on my pants and the couch, so I, like, caught it with my hands. But once it's on both your hands, what do you do? Touch the doorknobs. <laughs> yeah. No, so I had to go into the bathroom. There's a knob. I had to turn on the sink. There's a knob. I had to turn on the shower knob. But there's a knob. I may have used the restroom while I was there. There's another lever. There's so many knobs and levers. In a house. Yeah, and then I may have panicked and ran outside. I don't know. That's the neighbor's knobs. Yeah. So okay. yes, that was my that. that was my one experience with painful manscaping. Okay, Tyler, what about you? Have I, you waxed? It? I have had my legs waxed. You have. Was sort it, of. Was this in Indonesia? This, this was in yeah Indonesia when I was over there. Uh-huh. Um, I have a there. There's someone I know that likes to get manscaped a little bit. Um, nothing bad on the back. And 
So this person normally gets it waxed, but we found this place in in Indonesia that um, used caramel. That's how. That's what they advertised. I think it was like actually like melted sugar or whatever, but some sticky like caramel like thing. Mm-hmm. And the place was car- called Carmelo. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, whoa, that's so cool! I love sugar. I want to try it. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to get something waxed. And then I was like, cool, I'll get my legs waxed. I don't, looking back, I have no idea why I thought that was a good idea, but, <laughs> but then someone else was, but then a girl who was with us was like, I want to get my legs waxed too. And I was like, cool, I'm not alone. And not really even thinking, well, duh, like that's okay for her. Um, so anyway, we went to this place and it hurt so bad. And, um, yeah, I regretted it immediately and I missed my hair immediately from, it took like about four or five months for my hair to grow back. Did they just do from like the knee down? I was like halfway. <laughs> They're like, like half all, the, wa- all the way, sir. And I was like, um, <laughs> no. Like, bikini wax? <laughs> oh, and you're gosh. like, no. They probably Okay, would've. now imagine doing that over your nipple. <laughs> That's no, what I did. I don't want to. Now. You went over your nipple? Yeah, because I got chest hair. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyway, uh-huh. man waxing. Manscaping. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Not for the faint of heart. Okay, I think that we need to save some Dignity. of our... Yeah. <laughs> that and our guy versus girl experiences for our next podcast because we want you to come back with a guy question, but do you have a girl question? Yeah, so about uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant choices, okay? There's a couple different stages. So there's first dating a girl stage... There is, like, mid-dating a girl stage, and then there's, like, you've been dating, and it's, and it's the norm, right? It's like a full-blown relationship. Exactly. Like, no labels, but commitment. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's keep the labels at bay, but... Yeah. 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 Right now, I'm referring to the later stage. We can talk about the earlier ones if you want to, but when a guy asks a girl what they want to eat, okay? Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is when a guy's... So if you ask a guy, like, what do you want to eat? And they're like, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I want Taco Bell. Well, the reason that they say Taco Bell is because they want Taco Bell. Okay. So if you ask a girl what they want to eat, they're like, I don't know. Anything sounds good. You name stuff. But meanwhile, they have a predetermined choice in their head that they're waiting for you to scroll through your Rolodex to hit. <laughs> So that they can say yes. Is that... Wait, what's the question? The, uh-huh. It's a statement. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. So my question is, yeah. do you think that that, is, that stereotype is true? And no. It, okay. Do you think it is of some women? Yes. And Okay, so speaking to the stereotype, okay. why do you think that's true? Like, what's the... Th- I don't understand the thought process. Of why a woman will say like either I don't know, I don't do you know or you choose or I want whatever you want or I think in the stereotype yes a woman does that because first of all I think she's a girl and she's not really a woman she can't make a decision yeah and what Tyler should take a breath like <gasps> <laughs> rough comment uh-huh. <laughs> but second of all I think that they do that because girls like it's kind of like a secret test. Like, is he going to read my mind and think See, about what I really want? That's know? the problem, the secret test. Okay, <laughs> here's a side tangent. Why is it this thing? Girls sometimes... So I went on a date one time with this girl, and we went to Henry's Tavern, which is uh-huh. like 
a night, you know, a nice burger joint. Wait, wait, wait. Henry's Tavern? Oh, downtown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's like pub food, like burgers, sandwiches, fish and chips, whatever. But, like, nice. Yeah, it's nicer. Yeah. Definitely. Been there? It's not the yeah. nicest, but it's like, let's say that if, let's say it's like five clicks up from Red Rock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> about. Five clicks? I love yeah. Red Rock. Okay. So, anyways, I go there, and the girl was like, it was the first date, and she's like, I know I'm supposed to order a salad, but I'm going to get the Monster Mega Burger instead. Mm. <laughs> That's what she what's, tells me. Well, what's the problem with that? I mean, like, well, why should she feel obligated to get a salad in the first place? No, see, that's my... That's what I want to talk about is mm-hmm. do girls really think it's impressive? Like, the guy's going to be like, wow, this chick's going to stay skinny because she ordered the spinach <laughs> salad. <laughs> yeah, I think that some women do that to impress. Like, to think that if I do... Um, if I get a salad, then he's going to be, he's going to think I'm healthy or whatever. But like, I know for myself, like I would order a steak with mashed potatoes and like, and a big hard cider and be like, Hey, let's have a conversation. Welcome to me. Oh yeah. What? That's what you say when you're eating, when you order that, you're like, welcome to me. Is that what I say? You're supposed to. Oh, I need to make note of that. <laughs> okay. So let's have a discussion. So let's talk about, you know, about like this whole ordering salad thing and mm-hmm. first dating people. Mm-hmm. So you do a lot of things. Generally, people do quite a few things that are out of their normal day-to-day to impress, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's like dressing better than you usually do or, right. you know, going to a fancier restaurant than you normally would or picking up the bill, etc. There's, you know, all sorts of number of things. Do you guys think that it's necessary to create that kind of like artificial environment because you're trying to impress somebody right but it's not the reality of who you are so do you think that it's necessary just because it's kind of natural when you first start seeing somebody to do that or do you think that it could work if you just like slide right into the norm like hey meet me at my favorite taco truck you know what i'm saying (laughs) or like yum you're speaking my love language right now (laughs) all right what do you Um, what's your opinion well i have to tell you that i just realized while you were saying that is that my artificial, we'll just call it like the topic of an artificial personality adjustment, okay? Yeah. <laughs> For a first date. Or an APA. I like how you keep abbreviating everything. <laughs> yes, an artificial personality adjustment. Um, I think that I just realized that I do that. I, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty like quirky and like cheeky and like I have a pretty attractive personality in that sense. But I can be really extreme in it and I can make comments and funny little comments about like everything. But I definitely tend to rein back on it. And I sit there really polite. I never, like, I'm really aware not to cross my arms because people can, like, sense, like, oh, they're being closed off or rude or whatever. Like, if the guy is buying, I only, like, do a two-drink minimum, like, that kind of stuff. But You mean two-drink maximum? Oh, maximum. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that at all. (laughs) I didn't either. Yeah, no, but what was your question? So, <laughs> the is the artificial, like, because we all do it. So it's we just, do. It's like a discussion of, like, is it necessary? Or, like, is it, or is it necessary? Because, like, maybe it is that you, like, you know, just, like, I know this sounds dumb, but it's, like, I feel like it's, like, ant, you know how certain animals, like, birds and stuff, like, flip wait, out their colorful. Wait, 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 wait. Can you, like, pick a different animal because i hate birds okay uh no there is no other animal no <laughs> i hate zero. it's birds that do this yes so we're gonna talk about it but like ostriches <laughs> oh, <laughs> i like how you were like okay yeah. like ostriches uh-huh. they're basically <laughs> a bird yeah they're more like a dinosaur 
Um, <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So they like so when they're getting ready to like show off to the female, right? Like normally they're just like walking around the field and pooping and eating grass or something. But then like when the female shows up, they sound right? like a typical hippie. Just yeah. FYI. And then when the female shows up though that they're interested in, they like flip their wings out and then like spread their tail feathers and like start doing this like contorted neck dance. But like it's obviously all a show, right? To right. attract the female. So well, do you yeah. think that in like the animal sense we're the same where we need that? Well, I think it's you're kind you kind of have that what is it called the APA APA yep. mm-hmm. when you meet people in general right right like even like That's acquaintances yeah. yeah well I think that like definitely girls do that like they want to put on their best face they want to make sure that their teeth are brushed they want to make sure they're wearing clean underwear they want to make sure <laughs> okay I'm just saying, that's a whole like, other discussion <laughs> <laughs> they want to make sure that they um put on deodorant they you know like they like girls i think like make sure that they have like new mascara if their mascara is old like i think i go through that where i'm like i want to put on my best face and put the best me i can forward but that's a girl i don't know what guys do to prepare for a date yeah i mean for guys i definitely you know if i'm going on a first date you like want to make sure your car's vacuumed and like looks nice and you're wearing like you know, your clothes aren't wrinkled right. and you wear Clean your underwear. cologne. Mascara. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like your nails are trimmed and, you know, all that. Because nothing, I guarantee you, nothing is grosser than a guy on a first date with long nails. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. <laughs> especially the Coke pinky. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but... See, but the thing, the things that I listed are things that every guy does, but you, like, make sure to do them all at once. Right. To, like, make, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to put your best foot forward. But I agree with you. Like, sometimes when I, you know, when I'm on dates, especially first dates, mm-hmm. sometimes it's easy. Like, even, like, the way you interact or your personality, you're, like, specifically trying to be a certain way to get, like, right. a certain result. Right. Like, you don't want to scare them off just yet. Right. Exactly. But what's weird is that it almost works against us because right. then they don't get to see who we actually are. But I'm going to make sure that I brush my teeth and I floss and I wear clean clothes and I put deodorant on and I put makeup on to go on a first date. Impressive. So let me ask you this before we go on to our next topic yes. while we're still on the guys and girls. What is the first thing you notice about a woman? Because I've read an article recently about it. You mean like if I... like. Are you talking about, like, just walking down the street or, like, if you're Anything. meeting up for a date? That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and Jenica's on the couch. I know. Your girlfriend, you're like, specify, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, just, like, in general. So, like, just anybody walking around. Mm-hmm. I think, for me, I think it's what they're wearing. Right. Clothing? Yeah, like, that's a... Style? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. for me, I have, you know, my business mind I'm always I'm always analyzing what people are purchasing and stuff Mm -hmm. and so you know I'm looking like oh especially um you know oh they're wearing Nike shoes and you know da 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 which by the way I got some really cool high tops all right um, some sky highs no somebody wouldn't let me buy sky highs Tyler Uh, I had <laughs> Tyler's being I have bossy no. pants again. I know. He was like, you're tall enough. I did not oh. say that. You <laughs> said that. You said that. And you agreed. Uh, Captain sassy oh pants over goodness. here. Goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't care. Okay. What's the first thing you notice about it? Let's just change it. What's okay. the first thing you notice about a woman? I don't know. I kind of like the, the style thing. Cause I tend to like, it's hard for me to pinpoint one thing, more like a whole package thing. Right. But I think style is definitely a part of that. So this, I want to just tell you what I read in this article. Yeah. Is that men 
notice, the first thing they notice on a woman when they're talking to them or seeing them is their eyes. Is that what you, like, the color of their eyes or... Well, obviously from afar, you don't really notice that. Right. Um, like, and so they tell you in this article to dress up your eyes, like, do really fancy oh, I guess eye makeup. Like, to, like, like as really a whole, accentuate your I eyes. don't really, like, look at people, like, I don't analyze people's eyes, but I guess, like, <laughs> the eye package as a whole, like, if you're wearing eye makeup or not. It's just attractive. Like, you're attracted to Well, I to guess it. that's what you notice. I guess right. that makes sense. Yeah, I... I get really nervous when I talk to people, so I look at the sky. So uh-huh. <laughs> well, I don't really notice any of that. And the other thing is lips. The other thing this article said is women's lips, is that men notice them. Well, but I feel like that in general, that's kind of like, it's like pretty literal, or not literal, what's the word I'm thinking? I Generic. think it's pretty, yeah, well, it's pretty obvious in the sense that because when you talk to people, that's what you're looking at. Right. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that you notice that first. Right. But I'll say from a guy's perspective, too, mm-hmm. part of the reason that the clothes thing grabs me mm-hmm. is because I also, as bad as it sounds, I also make a judgment. You do? about In the sense that, like, so if a girl is, like, super dressed up, like, high heels, crazy makeup, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, I'm like super high maintenance stay away oh that's you good know what know. i'm so yeah. like i so i make a judgment in that sense or if a girl is like wearing her sweatpants and her pajamas yeah they, like there's so you can make like obviously this isn't true of every girl but you kind of can get a feel for what every what the rest of her life is through you know because like you said how she presents herself exactly right. so like if someone's wearing you know running tights and a jacket you assume that they work out a lot because they're in their right. workout clothes right. or like and then you know whatever follows i feel like we um have a really good good start to our first of many bo- the boys episodes oh I yeah feel like. bring the boys out and Tyler's going to sing oh, for every yeah. one of them. So we're going to end it with two things. The last thing that we're going to end it with is a word this week that you hate or is just driving you crazy or you don't like it at all. So I want you guys to just have a second to just think about it. Uh-huh. So what we're going to do now is, since this is the Strange in, in the City podcast, we're going to talk about a strange thought or perspective you had as a child. So before you have your word that you just absolutely hate this week, which I have one already, um what is a strange perspective that you had as a child? Um, this kind of links into childhood fears. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, do I know this one, right? I, I think, I I think yeah. Jurassic I had, Park, I had written right? About it. It, like, comes Jurassic Park is scary, yeah. <laughs> but that's not what I was going to say. I had this, like, for some reason, I had the draft on the brain as a kid for the a draft? long time. The oh, draft. Yeah. Like, oh, too. the war draft. Yeah. Okay. As in, I'm going not, to be sent to war. Yeah. Not not the NFL draft. No, <laughs> not that one. would be equally as scary. The more deadly for one. A kid. <laughs> yeah, so I just, like, was always really nervous that I was going to get drafted <laughs> when I was little. <laughs> Tyler and I have talked about this before. I had the same fear. You did not. No, I really did. Yeah. Okay, but a, you have to pick a different. I will, but okay. especially like because you have to think that like September 11th happened when yeah. Tyler and I were both in middle school. Oh, I was in high school. So Okay, yeah. And I was so a little more developed we, in my brain. <laughs> but <laughs> but you have to think that at that point we were 14, right? Right. So, and then the Iraq war started. So we were literally like almost the prime age if there was a draft because it right. started when we were like 15. Right. So then, you know what I mean? So it was scary. It was scary. Except for I was like, it was more irrational for me because when I was like 
eight, nine, ten. That's when it was going through my mind. So it was way before nine like, eleven. I don't, I, yeah, I don't years. know. Why. Oh my gosh. So I remember when I was a kid, you know, you'd fall and hurt yourself, and right. you you automatically you got conditioned to think like, oh, I need a band aid, right? Right. So I remember there was this one time I fell, and my dad was like, he asked me, he's like, well, do you want, for some reason, I don't remember what the wound was, but, let, you know, it was like on my elbow or something. He's like, do you want a Band-Aid, or do you want to just let it scab? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, well, what's the difference? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, a scab's kind of like a plug. You know, that's how he explained it to me, and I was like, oh. So in my mind, I literally thought of, like, I didn't realize that the scab was just the dried stuff on it. I thought a scab was like a gnat, like a thing. Like you inside know? of you. <laughs> and so I literally thought that, like, you know, like a plug on, like, a fan that you'd plug into the wall? Oh, I was I thought of... there was this thing that he would, like, plug in and, <laughs> so, like, stab it in. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I was thinking, that. like, a tub in the, a tub in the plug, a plug in the tub. Oh, yeah. No, this was, like, an electrical plug. And so I was like, oh, uh, hell no. I'll take the Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so funny. So I thought as a kid that, you know, like when I was a kid, I'm trying to think what shows were around, but like, like sitcom shows like Seinfeld or Friends or those kind of shows we were older, but, or (laughs) Cheers. Steve Urkel. (laughs) Right. Steve Urkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family Matters. Um, I always, I always thought that they fed their audience members sugar cubes to make them laugh and get hyper. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Why? Why would... Did that happen? Is there a story, like a yeah, backstory about you and sugar cubes? <laughs> because when I was younger, my grandma had um, this, like, it's like a like a bar, like an antique bar set up along the wall. And so she had her, like, microwave. She had her coffee pot. She had all of her coffee supplies on this bar set up. And she had a box of sugar cubes. And so my cousin and I would run through the house, stop at the coffee bar, put handfuls of sugar cubes in our pockets and run out the door and then eat them. <laughs> so we would have like, I'm surprised I didn't have diabetes as a child. We would have handfuls of sugar cubes. And so I always thought that, you know, because we would get hyper, that that's how they made their audience members laugh was they fed them sugar Had cubes. to be. Yeah. No other <laughs> Makes option. so much sense. It does. It's really funny. So let's go around and say our word and then we'll be done for this episode. But I'm thanks, DJNator, for coming You're and welcome. doing our second show. This is our second show. Yeah. It's Woo-hoo. so exciting. I'll go so, first. Oh, you're you've been thinking about this for a long time. I have been. Okay. Yeah. Um but I'm falling back on a word that I've all like I always hate. It's yeah. not like a recent one. Artery. Let me say it grosser. Artery. <laughs> I hate arteries. Like, yeah. I hate thinking about blood in general, but actually now I'm feeling really kind of white-headed, so. Oh, my God. DJ, what's yours? All right, DJ, what's yours? Uh, do I have to say a least favorite? I don't know if I have a least or favorite. Or do you have a favorite word that you love using? Uh, I, I have a word that I love using on Tyler because it invokes a response. Is it artery? No, it go, <laughs> you, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has these things that he does, and he, like, gets obsessed with doing them. <laughs> and so... There's a there's a time period. I'm very annoyed right now, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, kind of, there, he twitched. There was a time per, a time period where he, everything I said, he'd go, yeah. And he'd, like, interrupt me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. Okay. You. you know my word that I just do not like is the word awkward. I hate that word. So <laughs> thanks for listening to the Strange in the City podcast. And DJ Nader, thanks for coming and giving us all yes, these. Yes, thank you. 
from these uh, words. You're yeah. so funny. <laughs> Something. So you'll come back, though? Uh, yeah. You will be on the show again? Yep. I will. Look at look at us. We're a pair. Look at this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Strange in the City podcast. Check us out on Facebook, and we will uh, talk to you.